On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, let's get back to High Tide. Yes, let's do that if you're thinking of heading out today. Not a bad day to do it. Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay looks this way. Variable uh, below 10 knots, becoming east to northeasterly, 10 to 15 knots in the middle of the day. Then becoming east to southeasterly, below 10 knots late in the evening, seas below 0.5. And offshore at Broken Bay to Port Hacking, north to northwesterly, 10 to 15 knots turning. Easterly in the evening, seas below 1 metre. The swell easterly, 1 to 1.5. And if you're heading further north, it's going to be 20 knots. That's right. 20, sorry, 20, sorry, Alan. Good morning. Right. 20 knots further. <laughs> 30 degrees for Sydney today. 34 out west. Did that sound snarly, Mr. Ricky? Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be good down there. The forecast for up here is up between 20 to 30 knots, and the sea's about two uh, on about two. So up there. Uh, maybe you know, I, I would wait for daylight. We've just had a massive shower of rain. But uh, the fishing up here has been sensational during the week. And for those that are new up there, it is around about the Maruchi Door area. Exactly, on the Maruchi and the Mooloola. 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 Where do you hide your Mooloola? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I think we got Stevie I'm Bowler on now. Morning, Steve. Good morning, boys. How are we going? We are up at Tenterfield, are we? We are indeed up at Tenterfield. The breeze is already uh, pushing along. It's um, not the warmest start to the, to the morning, to be honest. It's been a little bit uh, sort of brisk the last couple of days and, and fairly strong winds, and we've been getting quite a bit of uh, storm activity each afternoon, which has sort of been a, a blessing because it's certainly kept the rivers and, and uh, dams and so forth uh, very, very full, which is great. Uh, there's plenty of vegetation on the banks and so forth, which for the shore-based angler is not so great. Um, but the fish have just been loving it. Uh, they've been loving those storms in the afternoons. The bites have just been sensational. Uh, plenty of uh, surface action around with the... Um, the smaller size uh, lures accounting for most of the catches, but there's people that persist in throwing big lures and only big lures in search of, you know, a big cod have been getting some results. There have been some very, very big green fish uh, coming into to, uh, boats and uh, the bank. So it's been, been good. And most of them have been put back in to fight again another day, which is even better. So uh, in terms of uh, other things available, uh, yellow belly is still going off uh, up this way with a, you know, there doesn't seem to be any slowing down with that. They just seem to be consistent at the moment. Um, further south, there's uh, plenty of redfin around. They've, they've just been, you know, going along really, really well. Um, yeah, in... in the carp sort of front, I haven't heard too much. Uh, I've sold a few um, bow fishing uh, sort of packages during the uh, last couple of weeks. So hopefully people get out there and, and get amongst it and start skewering a few, and uh, that'd be great. So you know, every uh, you know carp that's out of the water is is uh, one less strain on the environment. So. Uh, we should all do our part, and the same is true with redfin. You know, definitely uh, DPI doesn't want to see you putting them back, and uh, but certainly don't keep them alive in a bucket and so forth because uh, you only need to, to do a quick Google to realise 
how big the fines are for, for doing that. Yeah, don't take them home, put them in your fish tank or anything like that. Knock them on the head, uh, knock the fillets off or give them to your cat or whatever you want to do, but don't put them back in the drink. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. As I say, small lures are, are doing really, really good work on, on uh, the smaller fish, but um, if you want big, you know, while elephants will eat peanuts, they also eat their own body weight and food a day. So you, you've really got to throw some big lures if you if you want to tangle with the, that bigger class of fish. Um, again, you know, gear, gear your lures up um, and and uh, you know, fish nice and uh, stealthy. You know, keep those casts going into the cover. Uh, if you're not getting your lure tangled up in you know, the willows and, and brush by the side of the, uh, the the creeks or the dams, you're not passing in the right place. You want to get the occasional snag to, to pull the fish out of there. They're, they're going to be sitting in close. Um, but they are definitely on the chew at the moment, and uh, there's plenty of opportunities. Sounds pretty yeah, good. Well, Don't yeah, care. it is good. Uh, but keep it. I've spoken to the boys out of Tamworth. And they said, keep it, they pump the water out of it. It's down just under 60% now. Mm. But the, the fish the fish are on the bite out there. Plenty oh, of good, yeah. good cod. But I'll tell you what's been working. They said the black gulp. Yep. The yeah, black yeah. colour lures are working really well. Yeah, they silhouette really nicely on, on uh, the, uh, you know, if the fish is looking up, the black silhouette really, really well. With the the uh, sky, you know, and, and and the way the fish's eyes are orientated, so that you know, I do like a black surface lure. I like a, a black uh, diver and things like that. But particularly if you're coming on to the evening, it sort of seems counterintuitive, but they do sort of silhouette better. Uh, in terms of uh, keep it being sixty percent, uh, you got to remember they they were sort of at nearly naught percent only, you know, six years ago. So uh, it was point it was point zero point something of a percent, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. So uh, you know, sixty percent is still a, a bunch of water. There's there's certainly plenty of opportunities there and, and uh, as I say, there's still water flowing in to keep it at the moment and and, and so forth. So all the creeks and rivers are, are sort of trickling along yeah. very, very nicely. So it's uh, well, not yeah, so yeah. much of a, a teeth dryer at the moment. We've had consistent rain. It's been great. Yeah, well, while you're talking about that rain, Chaffee's gone up back up to uh, 89, nearly 90%. Split Rock's <laughs> at 98. Glenbourne's at 94. St. Clair's 91%. And the trout streams to start to fish a bit better. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, really great conditions at the moment, despite the wind. Um, you know, the two two big problems we're having at the moment is, is these uh, these easterly winds and and uh, the bankside vegetation, which, as I say, has just been watered and then had nice hot days. You know, and and it's just gone nuts. If you stood too long on the, the bank, you know, bait fishing or something like that, you'd end up covered in lantana. It's, <laughs> it's that bad at the moment. But uh, that's all right. It's, you know, it's, it's something for Oz fish to uh, enjoy dealing with. And, uh, you know, we're, if you uh, have opportunities to, to get out there with a whippersnipper and give your spot a, a, a cheeky little touch-up, by all means do it, you know, and, and uh, 
just be aware of what's uh, native and what's not. Go for it. Get uh, into it because, uh, again, much like with every carp out, every weed out is a good thing. So, yeah, that's all I've got for today, boys. I'll that let sounds you good. go and get in amongst it. Okay, you're in the shop already, are you? I am indeed in the shop, and uh, I'm only open till 10 today because we've got the Tenerfield show coming up on Australia Day weekend, and we've got a working bee down at the showground today. So as soon as 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm shutting the door, and the tribe and I are going down to the showground, and the girls are going to be cleaning up some pavilions and doing things like that with the others, and uh, I think Shambler and I are probably going to be moving furniture around and yeah, on whipper snippers and Lord knows what else they're going to get us to do. But we're going to be busy, but it's going to be a great show. So Tenerfield Show, Australia Day long weekend, really looking forward to it. And okay. the Porter Races is on uh, on the uh, Saturday as well. So it's going to be a big weekend up this way. Sounds good, Steve. Have a great day. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. A big uh, hello to Mike up there at Port Macquarie who's listening in this morning. Good to have you on board. Speaking of bees, we're going to catch up with... uh, Baldrick. Baldrick. Baldrick from Salamander Bait and Tackle. Uh, Ahead of that, Kieran, have you got a report for us? Yep. I'll finish off that um, that one about Tamworth because they are catching a lot of cod on the troll. They've been using hard-body lures as well as spinner baits. Don't forget, as I mentioned, the black gulp. That's a good way to go. Chaffee's been very good for the cod and yellow belly. The same with split rock. The rivers, the namoy and the peel are excellent. Good good catches of cod and yellow belly. Um, Sheba Dam's been quite, but Glenbourne's been excellent for soft plastics for the bass. But the fish have gone a little bit deep again with that hot weather over the wet last few days. St. Clair, very similar. And as I said, the trout streams are starting to fish okay. If you want to go come across over to the uh, eastern side, come over to Coffs Harbour where the marlin, striped black blues are available, the dolphin fish are out there around the traps, the boys and the pads, the kingies are about. Plenty of mackerel reports spotted and bar cod have been caught, snapper at the 30-hundred metre mark, pearl perch, tuskies, Kingies around the lighthouse and the island, off the beaches, whiting, dart, brim, jewfish. Along the rock front, you'll find brim, blackfish, drummer. In the rivers, Yaranga and Bellingen have been the better ones. Great run of whiting, mangrove jack, plenty of flathead and brim. Upstream, there's plenty of blast. Don't forget the cicadas, they're out and about. The marina blackfish, brim, in the harbour, plenty of whiting and brim. Captain Dan's been very good for yellow belly and cod. So is Pindari. So have a great weekend. So far, those that are going fishing. And if you want some cicadas, please come up to Begola Plateau. You've got plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was on the phone chatting to Kieran yesterday, and I could barely hear him over cicadas. the top of the cicadas. It was absolutely Love insane. I'm going to catch up with Tony right after this break. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. 
in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade, plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs, packed with smart sense safety, advanced technology, and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company. Oh, can I have one too? Yes, here's a moon macadamia. Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world. Can I have another? Here, chocolate macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. 20 minutes after 5. I tell you what, it must be a pretty busy old morning at Salamander Bait and Tackle, Mr Blake. The two big guns are both in. The big guns. The big guns. Morning, Matt. Happy Saturday, fellows. Good morning. Happy New Year. I hadn't uh, spoken to you this year. No, no Happy New Year. Yes, yes. Um, did Santa bring you something nice, Alan, for Christmas? A uh, new set of headsets. Oh, what about you, Grant? I, I, was, I was looked after. I had a, a really good time over Christmas, my first Christmas holiday in about uh, 10 years. So um, I couldn't ask for more. Well, look at you two shells. I've got a lump of coal because I've been bad. So. <laughs> um, but, uh, Keep it long enough and put a bit of pressure on depends, it. It'll turn it into depends a diamond. how fast it was travelling out when you got it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was 
was this, uh, no doubt I'll, I'll just wait for Kieran's Christmas present to turn up in the post, so I'll, um, I'll look forward to that. Um, now, uh, what uh, what's happening today? I'm just looking at the weather forecast while we're discussing um, festivities in Christmas. Um, conditions are good, actually. Slight seas. You've got light winds. It's going to get up to low, low 30s today, I think. So no rain predicted. I think there's a subway for us on Monday, but who cares? Um, so we'll work through the weekend. Sunday looking the same, actually. So I don't know what it's like in Sydney. I think the water temp... A little bit warmer, they're telling me, um, I think it's 22, 21 or 22 in here, the surface temperature telling me here. So, look, there's a few boats going out this morning. I'm sure the boat ramps will be busy because we're still in school holidays, of course. So I, get, I, my, I advocate to get out early and then get in early. Um, then you get all the 11 o'clock people going out. But uh, uh, the boat ramps have been a little bit hectic up here, of course, during that super busy period. But um, that's settled down a little bit. So um, what have we got? Just looking in the diary. Some snapper at the V and the 21 reefs, Broaden Island. They're getting some pantos red, reds around Cod Rock. A few travelling around uh, the last couple of weeks on most of the outer reefs, outer 21 V. Uh, Gunsight reef, so be worth having a crack for the traggling if you um, we'll just get a feed there. Some flathead around the 20 and 40 metre marks. Um, Benito in the water around too, so if you want to get some bait. Uh, or some guys do the sashimi thing with a bonito, not for me, of course, but um, what else have we got here? The outer light producing some pan sized reds. Um, Ocean beaches, yeah, well, we've been down the beach actually. The whiting before Christmas going really well. Um, nice, nice lot of fish in most beaches being reported. The ruby thing will probably the standouts um, all on beachworms. Then we got a bit of cooler water in and they sort of petered off a bit. But I heard yesterday uh, the guys are getting sevens and eights down there. So that's worth a crack down at Baruby or Fingal. And you've got, the, oh, you've got one of those horrible big high tides this morning. Though, at 10.27am, it's 2 metres, 2.01 metres. So it's a big tide. Um, I'm not a fan of that on the beaches because you get a lot of big volume of water pushing through and you'll drift a lot. and It'll move, your, uh, it'll move your, um, your rig and stuff. But if you're down there early fishing now for a few hours, there should be plenty of water down there now before, I, before we get a bit of sun up. So um, go soaking a worm down there. I'm sure you're in with the chance. Like I said, single bay baruby. Um, don't fish in the... Um, you're going to... It's, the tide's coming in, so try fishing on the banks where the white water is, not in the holes and gutters and stuff for the old whiting. I think you'll get a better result with an incoming big tide like this. Um, one mile, uh, Box Beach, some nice worms being taken off Box Beach. Uh, one mile producing the odd brim as well as a few whiting. Um, what else have we got here? Right, uh, a few crabs around, blue swimmer crabs. Trice up in Tilligree Creek around Fittinghams Island, Mud Point, uh, west of Shag Island, or over at um, Pindamar Bay over there. Um, some nice flathead being taken around the shortcut. Nice flathead taken around Jimmy's Beach on the drift. Uh, some squid and flathead in amongst the boats at Shell Bay there, moored in front of the, um, the country club around there where the wharf is. Um, the break wall, still getting a few brim there, actually. Uh, I got some reports yesterday. I don't know what the condition of them are like at this time of year. Um, oh, outside actually, the guys are getting a few lobsters too, just on the just on the outside bit. Just try Yakabar headland headlander up around the sisters at Broadens, um, flathead around um, and whiting around Royal Reserve down there. Also a great place to pump yabbies if you're waiting for the big because you've got a big incoming tide this morning, and on the opposite you've got a massive out. So. 0.018, well that's a big one um, so you're going to have lots and lots of exposed yabby holes that you necessarily wouldn't get so with that big out, so get down there and pump some yabbies, good fun, to, something to do with the kids too um, some holiday fishing spots, remember you've got Bannister's Wharf behind the Cheeky Dog Hotel there or 
uh, Sally Shaw's Wharf, rather, behind um, Bannisters and the Cheeky Dog Hotel. Um, and that's sort of east towards the heads. Um, lots of room down there. Safe for the kids, lots of bait fish. A bit further up, if that nor'easter gets up this afternoon, you've got Pearson's Park Wharf up at Gromany Road towards Soldiers Point, and you'll have that wind behind you. So they can have a good fish off there too. Um, and all in all, conditions for the school holiday have been pretty good, I must say. We haven't had a lot of rain up here. Uh, a few stormy-looking days, but nothing really transpired, so... There you go. That's us, Duff's Bait and Tackle, for the 13th of the 1st, 2024. Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. You, you stumbled there. You stumbled. I was deciding whether to do the pub first or the other one first. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I ask you about the fancy diesel prices? Ah, uh, yes. One second, please. I'll just put my coffee down and I'll walk to the front door. See, Matt will look after I'll be, you. I'll be about 10 minutes now. It's only about six <laughs> feet away. Uh, I'll just open the front door, which is some blinds. Uh, now... Ah, thank you, thank you. Yes, right. Unleaded, uh, 191.9. I think that's not too bad for you. Uh, V-Power, 114.9. The normal diesel uh, that I use is 199.9. And the the fancy diesel that Alan uses, of course, is 208.9. And I think that's better than I've seen it before. Yeah, that's cheap. I I put some fuel in the boat yesterday and it was 212.4. Ah, dear. There we go. We... We all should have bought a service station, shouldn't we? There we go. We'll be <laughs> now, what's Kieran up to? He's here. Oh, I'm here. I'm just I'm listening there. to what I'm you here. had to say, yes. And you're, you're right. There. You're yeah. there playing cards on the computer, aren't you? He yes, hasn't worked course. it out yet. Yeah, no, no worries. I haven't even right got the computer. And, but, um, um, and I'm no doubt the race tips will be online, and I'll, I'll share them on the Facebook page. Not doing race right. tips this year. Oh, no, not listening. Oh, really? What are we going to talk about for, like, so many minutes? Of the day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, carrots is retired. Oh, well, can't you just make... I mean, <laughs> OK, fair enough. Then. We'll have to come up with another segment. We could give you t- Kieran's tips, also known as what, we, what you should make a scratching. <laughs> well, you could just bet the opposite. Yeah, that could work. Um, we should, we need another segment. I'm going to look up Hey Hey It's Saturday or something like that and see what they. What about do. golf? Pluck a duck. What about yeah. What about golf? <laughs> Paul Burt's on later. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, then I must go and do see you, Matt. Now. Thanks Have for your time. Saturday and uh, Tony will talk to you in the morning. He doesn't know he's working yet. <laughs> Hang on, why is he there today? Oh, he's there doing security uh, with Yoda. A security? Yoda. He's got the dog yeah, out for all security. The principal dog's priming the shop now. He's already identified someone to check out in aisle number three, I can see him over there. As long as there's no landmines. Sick him, Rex. <laughs> no worries. Uh, have a good day. See you, buddy. Thanks, Matt. Bye. We do have another segment. It's uh, it's the Blake's Marine um, technical segment. And, Alan, I want to. I know you've probably got something planned. No. But can I lead you down a, a path here? You normally do. <laughs> Usually a dangerous one. Yeah. At the moment, everyone's talking about the cost of living, everything increasing, the prices of everything. And we know Woolworths and Coles and, and all of those uh, places are around about 37% dearer. But hang the, on, you announced we're going to have an inquiry and they've all put specials on and drop all their prices. Yeah, amazing, funny that, it? funny yeah. that. And not to mention Woolies and, and Aldi not bothering to sell uh, Australia Day merchandise. Bah, but, yeah. Yes. But in the boating industry, Price rises. How do they work? More importantly, how can we beat them? That's a good question. Look, they they have year on year prices, and then they say, "Oh, the dollars drop, so we'll increase the price as well." Type of thing. So we've got notification of some spare parts, and they're normally four or five percent increases, um, and it, it's 
not nice type of thing, but there's no real way around it. It's just one of those things. You, you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on parts if you don't need them. But when you do need them, they've gone up in price. It's it's a vicious circle type of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we we get notification. We've got some this week, notifications of price rises. But you can only tell people in case you're looking at doing something, get in before the price rise. But if you don't need to do it, you're not going to spend money at the moment. And how can the average punter find out that there's going to be a price rise on this particular thing? They, they can't, unless they ring up the doodle, the doodle is savvy and knows, knows what's going on. But sometimes now they'll only give us a couple of days' notification. They won't give us much because they don't want us ordering all the spare parts as well before the price goes up. So there's Alan, no real... I've got, qu- yes? got a quick question for you here. I read the other day that they're talking about closing the aluminium mines. Yeah, Quinana. That yeah. The, only alumi- the only aluminium will be manufactured in China. Yes, now, how's that going to affect the boating industry? Oh, look, a lot of the stuff comes out of China already. Uh, there's no problems here. You know, even Australian-made boats, Australian-made trailers, most of the aluminium and most of the steel comes from China. And a lot of it's preformed already, which is a sad thing, but there's there's nothing you can do about it. But it's just a different quality point. as good as ours? Uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Depending on what you buy. But you know, what you've got to remember is most companies buy on price. There's only limited companies that buy quality type of thing, and that's what you need to get when you're buying something. You want to buy the quality stuff, not the rubbish. And aluminium is a classic example. Aluminium work hardens over a period of time. So someone says, oh, I'm going to buy this 30-year-old aluminium boat. It's as good as new. No, it's not. Not as good as steel. (laughs) Yeah, they they flex and they do crack over a period of time. Yeah. So you have to be careful. That's why we get people, again, saying, oh, I'll buy this boat as a project. It's 30-year-old. Look, it was rated to 100 horsepower. I want to put 150 on. How do I get it certified? Mm, You don't. (laughs) (laughs) You don't. Go to the doctor and get yourself certified. That's it. That's it. (laughs) And uh, they're very strict on that now with the Australian Builders Plate. Uh, there's a formula for working out horsepowers. And there are some people out there that are the, uh, um, what's the best way to put them? Not very scrupulous, they're unscrupulous that will give you plates and things like that. But if there's a problem, they don't want to know about it. So yeah. you've got to be careful. And insurance companies normally won't touch you if you overpower a boat. Yeah. And if there's an accident, they come back and see you. It's like the car. You know, you've got to get someone else to sign it off to say there's, there's no problem doing it. And people are very reticent to do that nowadays. Mm. Al, that comes back to the imported boats as well. Well, look, when you buy an imported boat, you don't know the history, you don't know what it is. A lot of people got burnt um, a few years ago buying boats out of the States when there's been a lot of floods over there. And uh, these boats have been through a flood. So they got stung with it. Also, uh, gas isn't certified. Electrical wiring's different from 110 to 220 volts. Mm. So there's a lot of things can go wrong. So uh, please be a bit careful. Yeah, and I remember the first thing, the, the very first thing I did... Um, when I took possession of my boat, was get the gas certified. I know I knew it had been certified in the last three years, and you've got to do it if you, my memory serves me correct. Every ten, um, I thought yeah, it's gas, mate. Pay you, the couple of hundred and just get a guy to check it. Have you got gas it. appliances down below? Yes. Okay. Have you got bilge sniffers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the gas, like the right way to do it with gas down below, is you have a couple of sniffers and you have a system that we've got a solenoid onto the gas bottle. You've got to turn that system on to allow gas to flow, and if it senses any 
stray gas down there, it'll shut off. It'll shut off, yeah. So, uh, and if gas falls, that's going straight to the bilge. Well, that's it. In, in a car or something like that, you get fumes, it goes out and disperses. In a boat, that's why you've got to buy starter motor and alternators, things like that, that are marinized that can't spark externally. Because you get a spark in the engine room, um, you're in all sorts of problems. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this, we're going to go trucking. We're going to catch up with PJ. Talk overnight. Princess Mary, soon to become Queen Mary, born in Hobart, and now to become a, a queen. First time an Australian born to become a royal. I think it's a, it's a fantastic story. This is 2SM. Well, as the world's growing more aggressive in the way it is, I think we've got to keep an eye on our own. I mean, you want to be a Aussie, mate? You've got to be a Aussie. People come here and they usually renounce their country because they want a better life. Why would you have two citizenships? Talk overnight on 2SM. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy fans. Family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, this is High Tide. It is 24 minutes away from 6 o'clock here on the High Apologies Tide Apologies to those out in the network yeah. because the, the ads are different here to there. There's one missing in here at 2SM <laughs> in Sydney, but the network still would have been getting it. And I'm thinking, what do I do here? What do I do? So I took, a, I took an each way okay. bet in the two-horse race. Blame Kieran. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Everybody else does. That's good. Uh, oh, listen. Yes. Are, are we going to go to Yurunga and talk to the old bar himself? 
Well, we're waiting to talk to him when you interrupt talking. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you about Harry's bait and tackle down at 17 Clyde Street. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, is PJ there? Yeah, let's go to PJ. Okay, I'll just tell you this first. <laughs> Morning, PJ. Uh, I don't work with kids, animals and old people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we better hang up then. <laughs> Oh, you know how Duff was saying he's waiting for his Christmas present? Yeah, yeah. Go. I got mine from I got mine from Kieran. Did you what? Nothing. It was from nineteen ninety four. Hang in there, Duff. It'll get there. Hey, now PJ, you sent some nice photos of Miss Linda relaxing underneath your gear on the side of the car yesterday on the beach. You catch an egg? I didn't take a fishing rod. Oh, how's that? How's that for <laughs> commitment to marriage, please? Wow. Yeah, I got, I got home from work, and it was just a lovely day, a little bit overcast. And, like, Linda can't get about much because of a, a, a knee. She's waiting on the surgeon to give her a date for the surgery. And um, so I said, why don't we just drive up the beach up to the inlet, take Monty, let him have a splash around, because he, he hasn't been himself either lately. So I said, we'll just drive up there. I'll pull the awning out. We can sit up there for an hour or two and splash and paddle all, that, all we want. And it was a beautiful day up there, and... Um, Old Wayno, who's tied up with uh, Maralingi Radio there in Taree, which is the uh, the Indigenous radio station, he was up there getting a few whiting and a few flathead and, and blackfish on um, on um, on the running at tide. So as the um, inlet runs out, he's fishing the running at there. Yes, which yeah. tells me the blackfish are coming out of the river and going back onto the rocks now. Okay, um, but good. yeah, no, the fishing's been really, really good out. It um, doesn't matter whether you want to fish on the beach or fish in the river. Um, one thing I have noticed with the crowds, I took Mike Cleary, one of our mates from Australian Hunters International. He um, he came up for a visit the other day, and I took him around Mud Bishops, and we walked all over the mud flats where I and the sand flats. Where I take the videos for the high tide videos, you know, with the flathead on the drop off and all that. Right. Plenty of nipper holes. Plenty of. Um, Plenty of um, um, footprints, no flathead lies. So really busy activity. People are scaring the flathead off. So they're not they're not laying up in that area. So they're probably moving into just where it's a little bit deeper. So that should only go on for a week or two, and they'll be back. But uh, in the river, the flathead have uh, been uh, very susceptible to a, a nice slow rolled soft plastic. The um, the sixty five grub. Uh, paddle grub in uh, motor oil from Prolure. That's uh, that's been doing a, a damage for me as well as the clone prawn. But for some reason, the motor oil has just got that little look about like a bloodworm, and that's that's been taking some fishing. We got fish up to 67 centimetres to take a nose. I did throw a bent minnow, and um, I just got some behemoth off the bottom come up and biggest flathead I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of big flathead. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect the hooks on it, and, uh, and so she was gone. But yeah, like if I'm going to pull a meter flathead out of the mounting, that was it. Uh, geez, it was a good fish. Um, but yeah, so that was on a uh, crossfire bent minnow. The uh, the whiting fishing, if you can go and get some some worms or some nippers and, and fish the flood tide on the shallow flats, if you can anchor your boat in three foot and fish up into two foot or one foot of water, you will find yourself some whiting. Um, if you want to do a bit of um, pre-searching, grab some soldier crabs, crush them up, put them on the dry sandbank and put a stick in where you've got your crushed soldier crabs. And as the flood tide comes up, cast 
for that stick when the water's on it, and you'll find your whiting. One, two, six, seven inches of water there, the whiting will be in there, and that's your burly trail. So if you throw your nippers, your worms, or even smaller soldier crabs, it's your whiting in the rivers that shallow flats. Yeah. Um, you, you really can't go wrong in the river at the moment. Like there's been a few mud crabs around, but they're, they're further up river now. I know Kim Moore was getting a few blackfish further up the river around town. The, 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 the whiting has spread throughout the river. The, the probably thing that's conspicuous by its absence is brim. There's not too many brim being caught, and um, that's both in the, in the rocks and the river. Um, but, you know, like you just can't help but catch a fish in the river at the moment. Now, I'm not going to complain that I can't get a brim if I'm going to get, you know, five dusty flatheads for a feed, you know. Um, and then throw the half a dozen whiting in together. And uh, there's some skills of small trevally that are going 36, 37 centimetres, so that'll certainly keep the, uh, keep the uh, activity levels up there if you get onto a school of those. There's been a few reports of jacks up a bit north there in um, the um, Cairn and Maiden systems. I haven't seen any photos, but um, it comes from a reliable source, so I thought I'd mention that. Offshore, what can I say? What can I say about offshore? The current's there one day, you're going to get your, your dollies, you're going to get your striped marlin out wide, and when it backs off, stay out wide and get your barcod. All your big pearlies, your barcod, um, and, and some of the biggest snapper are coming from the deeper reefs. Um, you know, if you want to start out there in about 160 metres, you're going to still get the pearlies and your, and, and your snapper, but you're still getting some nice barcod when there's no current. And when the current's up, troll for striped uh, marlin. The crowd, oh, I'm going to get shot for saying this, but the crowdy wave rider, not the fad, the wave rider, has got good dollies on it. Scotty Gill was out there the other day and he got dollies up to 1.15 metres, so they're good dolphin fish. Um, he mucked about with some soft plastics in the shallows beforehand and got snapped up to three and a half kilos. Um, we went out and had another session on the trag like we did last week, so there's still plenty of trag out there, and they're in 130 foot of water on one of the grounds we fished out there. Um, just a really big bait ball um, being harassed underneath the bottom was scattered, so we, we just drifted over it three times to get our bag limit, so that's not too bad. And um, uh, in the shallower reef, you'll get your snapper first thing of the morning, but when when there's no current, the fishing's a little bit dicky. Um, so that's when you really want to try drifting the deeper ground if there's no current. Um, back to the beaches, um, there's whiting and dart showing on most of the reliable um, sandy flats that are, are showing up. We've had a couple of dew bashes. I know uh, one of the evil twins, Rick, he got two dew um, down at uh, the wallaby end of the beach the other night. Um, he's using uh, those big fat short worms that you can get on the beaches. But um, if you get on the Diamond Beach or get on to Harrington or Crowdy Beach, there's some really good uh, uh, beach worms to be had. And, look, if you spend half an hour to an hour getting a supply of beach worms, you get your 20, uh, take them home, put them in methane until they stop wriggling, then dry them on newspaper, roll them in a bit of dry sand and freeze them. You've got bait there ready to go when you just want to go down the beach and fish water. So, you know, if you haven't got the option to catch the bait there ready and go fishing... Get them, preserve them, freeze them, and you've got them there for a lifetime. So um, that's about it. I'll get some more info this afternoon when I get home. Sounds and, good. Uh, we'll be able to do uh, more tomorrow. Okay, thanks, Pete. Oh, Safe driving. Okay. See you, Pete. Peter Johnson there on high tide, 16 minutes away from six. G'day, Australia. Glenn McGrath here. 
No one should go through breast cancer without care. That's why every virtual pink seat you buy during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test helps ensure that people with breast cancer can access the support of a McGrath breast care nurse for free. Help the McGrath Foundation reach our goal of 250 McGrath breast care nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at pinktest.com.au. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew. A quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew. Bundaberg ginger beer. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, Kia's all-electric seven-seat SUV, with an integrated panoramic display and premium relaxation mode. The Kia EV9 provides you with all the best luxury and comfort features. Book a test drive and experience the most groundbreaking Kia ever. Kia, movement that inspires. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. You certainly are. 13 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock. We'll update the news. Just before we go to Marine Rescue, I thought I'd better mention that uh, Stacer, Stacer Boats, if you're looking for a boat, yes, there's, uh, go to Blake's Marine website. There's about 50 Stacers in stock uh, that have been priced very nicely. And we were talking about price rises before. Mm-hmm. These are pre-price rise stuff. And like a 469 side console with Yamaha 70 horsepower, um, all set up with all the gear on it, 39990 So... Quite nice, but there's about 50-odd boats there. You can have, take your choice of what you want. There's bar crushes. There's all sorts of good things. North Banks. Are you going to do the Henry Ford thing? You can have any colour you like as long as it's black? No. 
No, they're white, they're black, they're yellows, they're what if you, blues. What if you saw one online and you wanted to add a few little things? You can add things to it. Yeah. Uh, there's no problems at all. But, you know, it depends. They're fairly well optioned anyway. Yeah. Um, we option them how we sell 90% of the bugs. <laughs> but if you want to customise it, there's no problems. And the good thing about having a new one is reliability is uh, going to be fine, so you don't have to worry about... Uh, Getting on Channel 16 and going, Marine Rescue, Marine Rescue, this is Blakey's, uh, <laughs> Blakey's dinghy, we're in trouble. Yo, you've got a direct line, haven't you? The <laughs> they, bring, they bring me now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Marine Rescue, New South Wales in- Inspector Glenn Sullivan. Morning, Glenn. Good morning, and don't worry, I've even had to call them in the past as well. Oh, oh, you that don't makes be, never be embarrassed to no, call Marine Rescue. Totally. It's, it's, uh, you're not going to get in trouble if you call them up. Even if you're only asking a stupid question, there's no problems. Mm. It's all good. Yes. But, uh, and you, you look, different people have different levels of experience, so you expect different questions mm. from different people. Yeah, and it's always smarter to ask a question than run the gauntlet. Yes, yes. Well, you've got to start learning somewhere. That's the key thing, isn't it? And right. uh, just getting up to the right person to try and help and teach. Yes. Now, has it been a busy start for the boating season for Marine Rescue? Uh, yes, we're not even halfway through the month, uh, only in the first 11 days, and we've already done 281 rescues, and uh, 68 of those were emergencies, and 100 of those were in the uh, Sydney, Hawkesbury to Botany Port hacking area. Okay, now, how, many, how, many, of, <laughs> how many of them ran out of fuel? Uh, I don't have that in front of me, but the majority of them are uh, battery issues and mechanical issues. Yes. I know personally I've experienced, I probably get around about 10% of my jobs are actually running out of fuel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Glenn, at the moment too, um, you know, where you're based, I, I, I'm just, I look out at Pittwater and I'm, I'm looking at the enormous amount of boats, and there's always boats out there at Christmas time, but there just seems to be more um, at the moment. Is that an illusion that I'm living under, or are you finding at the moment that it's actually busier on our waterways? Well, look, our waterways are always busy. That's one of the key things. And uh, I think we got used to a couple of years of COVID where we sort of saw some of the traffic actually dwindling down. And now we're just coming back to where we were before. And yes, you're correct. There does seem to be a, bit, a, a fair bit of a boost into people being on the water. Yeah, so uh, it just you've just got to do the right thing and have your boat prepared. That's what it's all all about, isn't it? Well, correct. That's that that's the the key thing. So uh, the from those two hundred and eighty missions that we did, there were seven hundred and sixty nine people that we actually did return to shore. And you know, the whole thing comes down to uh, preparation. Sixty percent of the jobs that we attended um, were for mechanical, battery, or fuel. So there's 60% of those people, if we, we had done a little bit more in preparation, possibly could have actually assisted in uh, lowering those uh, numbers. Yeah, it, it comes back to knowing a little bit about your boat as well and, and your motor and how to do things. Do you run courses at all for people with, with boating skills and things like that? We, we don't run courses for um, the, the general public, so to speak, uh, on that sort of stuff. Um, the best people to talk to are your local boating industry people where you're, you're purchasing your boat and yes. your mechanics yes. to, to get a hold of all of that. However, it is part of your boat licence to have a basic understanding, which we do in some locations offer boat licensing courses. Yeah, but also you could, if you've got a bit of spare time and you want to get involved with marine rescue, you've got to learn a lot of things getting involved and just finding out how things happen. 
Uh, for that and for our crews, we actually do teach a lot of that. So um, that's all part of um, becoming a crew member on, on Marine Rescue and going all the way through and learning to skipper a vessel. So they're the basics. And look, I joined just to be a rope chucker 15 years ago and <laughs> now look at what I'm doing. And I'm having an absolute ball. I'm only doing it for a couple of months, love, I promise. <laughs> but now for people who don't have a boat and want to get involved and help people out, it's a great thing to do. That is correct. The other thing too, I was an avid boatie and uh, I, I remember missing my little four and a half metre uh, tinny that I learnt to do all my boating on. And the, the the big thing was I couldn't get out on the water because of the amount of people at the boat ramps and uh, I wasn't having a, a great deal of joy with it because the, there was just so many people trying to get out there at the same time. So I joined Marine Rescue where I was always on the water at the best time of the year. Okay. Now, do you come from up the mid-north coast, or whereabouts are you based? No, I'm actually down near Batemans Bay. Are you? Down nice. on the far south coast. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. part of the world. Well, we were just chatting to Alan about, you know, getting a new... The, the easiest way to keep the maintenance up is just go and buy a new boat. Uh, <laughs> Sounds <laughs> easy, don't it? Yeah. Well, the rest. I know where you're. I know where you're going with this, uh, Blakey. There's a new boat coming on, on board for the mid-north coast it for is, that's right. Marine Rescue. What's that one? That... That is correct. One for up at Trial Bay. So I was there when uh, we brought that one into service and uh, now a new 10-metre Nyad is coming in to replace it. So even Marine Rescue has to go along and buy uh, buy new vessels. And most of your boats are all built up at, in New South Wales too, aren't they? Yes, all our boats are uh, currently built in New South Wales. So with that, um, whether it was a, a Steber or a Nyad, um, a sailfish. They're all they're all built in New South Wales. That's good. Nice mm, to see. So yeah. it's all staying with staying with what we need in New South Wales. Okay. Now, if someone wants to get involved, not, it's not only just boats, radio rooms, fundraising. There's all sorts of things you can do with Marine Rescue. That is correct. Um, and each one of those particular arms of Marine Rescue couldn't survive without the other. So we need the radios because if, if we're not actually getting the calls or getting the calls for assistance, we can't send our boats to them. And if we don't have the fundraisers, we don't have the money to go and put in into the fuel and into these bases to be able to uh, to go and support the community. So just get log on, just look at no log on, but just look at uh, Marine Rescue on social media. Yes, please. I'd encourage everyone to go to the Marine Rescue website and uh, have a look. And as I said. 15 years and I'm still having still still enjoying it and still having a, a fun time with Marine Rescue. That's Plus good. all the people you meet. Yeah. Now if you're worried about talking on the radio, you can log on and log off with the app anyway. You don't yeah. have to use a radio. The app's fantastic. It's a real real good way for those. That, and there are people that are radio shy. Yeah, they are. Yes. Kieran? <laughs> Look, that, that is absolutely Thank you. awesome. And the other thing too, you can actually have in there and you, you can choose to opt out, but the whole thing being, if you activate the tracker on it, yep. what happens if you don't return? We go and have a look at your last GPS spot where you were, and we can actually uh, hopefully come and find you. It pings so you every 15 minutes, doesn't it? One of the it? best things ever. Yeah. Does it ping you every 15 minutes, I think, isn't it? About every 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. there you go. Okay. Glenn, look, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, it's always informative, and keep up the great work. You're very welcome, thank you. And just remember, wear a life jacket. It can't save you if you're not wearing it. That's correct. Okay, Inspector Glenn Sullivan, Marine Rescue, thank you very much for your time this morning. There you go. I tell you what, just just before anyone says it, because I know people love this, we've only got about 60 seconds before the news. Before anyone says it, there is no reason in the world not to click track 
on your Marine Rescue app. Yeah, if you're worried about Marine Rescue knowing where you are, you have got bigger problems than that hang with on, your average hang, mobile hang phone. There's a lot of people turn their AIS off because they don't, don't want you to know where they've been. Fishing boats, yes. fishing trawlers are, are Should the worst. be illegal. Well, but hang on. You can pick them up on radar anyway. Yes. You know exactly where they are anyhow. Should be illegal. Coming, no, I'm not going to get into that. Coming up after the news, Mark Manasiak will be along to uh, have a chat with us this morning. We'll catch up with Swanee, Greg Reed, and Paul Burt, who I've got a message five minutes before, so I dare say he's getting his boat ready to go out. And, and we'd also get a few reports off Kieran, maybe. Is that okay, kids? Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> Especially down south in the rumour. The okay. current's strong, but the fish are heavy. Oh. We'll take a break and uh, go to the news on the other side of that. On the other side of that, back with more of High Tide.